Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. Welcome to this online service. And uh, last week, we touched on the fact that God wants us to know Him. So in everything He did, He left behind footprints. So that when we begin to trace those footprints, then we will discover God and we will know Him. And it's important that we are able to... Uh, to connect the dots that happens in our life. You see, because knowing God is a journey. Knowing God is uh, seeing God in every situation that we have been through, no matter whether they are good, they are bad. And to understand that God, you are in charge in those situations. So the trouble with us is many times we compartmentalize uh, our life and God. So we have the spiritual uh, aspect and, 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 and the church life, but we do not relate it with our relationship with others and, and our attitude when we are given a task to do. Uh, so unless we're able to see God, in every situation, knowing that God is working in the all things, we will not really know God in His fullness, in His complete uh, picture. You know, we may know something about God, but our, our knowledge of God definitely is, is distorted because we do not see the complete uh, picture. And we know this verse in Romans 8.28 that all things work together for good uh, uh, of those who love God and are called according to His purpose. So we see that God is in the all things, everything in our life. God is working in the all things, you know, every part of the journey of our life that we are in. And uh, we see this picture in the Old Testament. God is leading the nation of Israel into the promised land. It is not an act. It is a journey. And during that, that uh, journey, in fact, it took them 40 years. It's a long journey. Things happen. Things happen beyond their control. You see, so God put us through those situations. And He's working in those situations so that we may know Him and do great exploit. We may know Him. So, having this understanding and this knowledge of God that God is in all, all things, God is working in every situation, we cannot isolate our experiences and come to a conclusion about God and what He's doing. Okay, until we come to the end, when we are able to look at the whole journey from the beginning to the end, then we will be able to see the right picture or the right understanding of God. You know, but if we take out 
incidents in our life or we are so stuck in a problem that we have, a suffering, a pain that we have gone through, we will not be able to know God. And in fact, a lot of people, when they go through those sort of crises, they just let go. They just give up and they just uh, do according to what they feel like rather than holding on to God and holding on to the promises of God. They gave in to the emotional feeling. They gave in to what they think they have to do for themselves rather than continue to trust God and continue to know God in those situations. And uh, that's why the Word of God in 1 Corinthians 4, verse 5, tells us this. He said, Therefore judge nothing before the appointed time. Wait till the Lord comes. He will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and will expose the motive of man's heart at that time, each will receive his praise from God. So when we go through uh, life, there are things that is hidden from us. Only God knows. God knows a hidden thing. He knows a hidden motive. We, we don't. You know? So we will make the wrong judgment when we isolate an incident or, or, or an experience and we, we, we begin to make judgment without having the full knowledge like God has. So it's important that we see life as a journey, life as a whole, not compartmentalize uh, our life, life as a whole. And then we will be able to, to, to know God in our life, in what's happening in our life. And... Uh, I just want to take you to, into the life of Joseph. A very familiar story. We know that Joseph, as a teen, as a young boy or, 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 or young man, God gave him dreams about his future. In those two dreams, he dreamt that his brothers will come and bow before him that he will become a leader, that he will rule over the brothers. The second dream he dreamt that the mother and father, even, will also come and bow before him. So God gave us dreams. God, in order for us to know how to prepare ourselves so that we can enter into the destiny that he has called us, what are the dreams that you have? You see, when you have those dreams, it's good. And God will take you on a journey of different kind of experiences to prepare you, to equip you so that you can enter into that destiny that He has prepared for you. And... Uh, Soon later, Joseph discovered that he's in a situation which is totally beyond his control. And he has no say in it. The brothers, because they are angry with him, they sold him as a slave. And he ended up in Egypt. He ended up in Potiphar's home. 
And uh, he became a slave. Cut off from the love of the father and the care of the of the mother, and when we go through that kind of experiences, that's why we need to see life as a whole. We need to see God in the old things, so that God's plan and God's purpose will continue to work out in our life. In fact, th- those are God's plan. God allow us to enter into those situations to prepare us, to equip us, so that we can enter into the destiny that He has for us. And we need to understand that the plan and purpose of God for us will take years, sometimes a lifetime, to prepare us so that we can enter into what He has for us. And so Joseph. And out in Egypt, as a slave in Potiphar's house, it was God's plan to work out His purpose in Joseph's life. So it's a long, long journey, right? That we have to go through to to know God and and to see God's purpose fulfilled in our life. Example: Moses, definitely, he was called to deliver the nation of. Uh, the, the the Jews out of Egypt, and it took him forty years in a wilderness for God to prepare his man, so that he learned to to not to trust in his own strength and to trust in God alone. And uh, what about David, a young man who is chosen by God, but he's a shepherd boy. So God has to prepare him to be a warrior, to be king of a nation, and so David found himself fighting many, many battles in his life until eventually he became the king of Israel. So God was preparing David to be a warrior, to be a warrior king. To govern the nation in the midst of all these enemy nations around, and the apostle Paul, he was a Pharisee. He has a lot of uh, teaching, old teaching in him that has to be uh, renewed, that has to be transformed. So God, it, it took him. Years and years before he became the apostle, from Saul of Tarsus to become apostle, because God was working in his life, and God even has to take him into the heaven to see the heavenly realities, to change his mindset, so that he's able to preach the true gospel, the right gospel, and and bring that message to this world. So when we find ourselves in those kind of situation, when we think we are in the wrong place, God, where are you? God, what you are, what are you doing? This doesn't seem to be what you have planned for me. Know this: that God is working in the all things, and there is no nothing as a wrong place with God. Yeah, uh, so things happen. Beyond 
Joseph control beyond our control. We have no say in it. But yet we found ourselves in those situations because God is preparing us to walk in obedience in His purpose, uh, to to enter into His purpose. So Joseph, he continued to walk in the fear of God, even though he was in the wrong place. And uh, when he was sold to e- into Egypt, he was a young man. He was a, a teenager who was not even qualified to go with his brothers to help in the in the family business. He was just at home, no nothing. He was a messenger boy. The father sent him to, to, to the brothers to see what's going on and then he will come back and report to his, his father what they are doing. And one of the reasons why he was hated is because he go there and see things and report to the father. That was Joseph. And, and that's how he was sold uh, into Egypt. And in the wrong place, God was shaping him. God was uh, breaking him. God was making his man. So Joseph has to learn all that he needs to learn in order to govern, in order to be, to be king. Well, he's never king, but king, in a kingly position. So Joseph walked in the fear of God, walked in obedience to God, even though he he has no say in what happens to him and it wasn't a pleasant place. He was a slave. He was a slave. But Joseph did his best and he learned quickly and uh, as a result, he was able to produce result. What was assigned to him, he did it so well and he is so successful that the the master take note of him. In Genesis 39, verse 2 to 4, the Lord was with Joseph and he prospered. And he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favor in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. So how? In, in verse, two, uh, verse 3, he says, his master saw that the law was with him. How could his master see that God is with him? He see that Joseph, his, the quality of, his, of, of him as a person, how he worked hard, how he's faithful, how he's submissive, how he's obedient. You see, all this character, all this nature was, was coming out from Joseph's life. Not just his performance, you know, yes, and, and, that the Lord gave him success in everything he did. So it's, it's in the, the, the character of Joseph as it and also the result 
of his work. The master was able to see, hey, he is able to produce result, and not just ordinary result, extraordinary result. Now that's why the master said the Lord is with him, because he did beyond what others can do. His, you know, the the result that he produced is beyond the ordinary. That's why the master can see God with him. So you see, even with us in the wrong place, what we we seemingly think is the wrong place, and we we can't seem to be able to connect the dot with what God is doing, and now as a slave in Egypt, Joseph was able to see God, trust God, and, and, and walk with God, and that's why. The results show his life show. So there are people who may be very good, you know, very capable, but when you look at the character, when you look at the way they talk, the attitude they have, you know, they are not submissive. They complain about leaders, and they think they are so so good. And and in fact, they are good, no doubt about that. But that kind of character, that kind of attitude. It just make you feel uncomfortable and sick about this type of people, right? And 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 but Joseph is different. Joseph see God, even though he's in an adverse situation, difficult situation. He 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 was able to see God in those situation and continue to walk with God. And the other thing is, Joseph become a blessing to. To his master, the blessing to whoever is around him, those in prison, and eventually, the king of Egypt. David just uh, Joseph just became a blessing. Genesis thirty nine, verse five. From the time he put him in charge of his household and of all that he owned, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian. Because of Joseph, the blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in the house and in the field. So, can you see, Joseph gained the trust of his master, and the master gave him charge of his household and the field. He gave him charge of his family. And the business, everything, because of Joseph, the man whom God is with, and the man whom God is 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 blessing in His work. And so, Joseph learned about the business area, the field, you know how to. Grow the business, and Joseph learned about how to administer the household of the master, so that there is harmony, there is peace, there is there is love and joy. So, can you see all these things that Joseph learned and Joseph did that caused him to be a blessing to his master? So the master just gave him charge of everything. In in his household, 
So Joseph become a trustworthy and responsible person, and God put him in a in a situation where he can develop his gifting to be the, a king, right? Uh, not in a literal sense, but in position to be to to be to be able to govern a nation in charge of the economy of the nation and and become a very powerful person in that nation. Okay, so uh, Joseph was able to see God in the all things, in whatever situation he's in. And he's learning, learning, and doing his best, and and so that uh, God is, God is with him, and 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 with the result. So, we do not judge before the time, and we until we can see the complete picture. Otherwise, we come into the wrong judgment. And when we found ourselves in Situation where we think we are in the wrong place and people are doing uh, wrong things against us. If we are able to see God, if we are able to know God, then we are able to know what God is doing, the good things that God is working out in those situations. And so, uh, we look at Genesis 50, verse 19 and verse 20. This is after. The parents died, and the brothers, they were so afraid that now Joseph will begin to take revenge against the evil that they did to him. And this is what Joseph responded in verse 19. But Joseph said to them, Don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So Joseph said to them, his brothers, am I in the place of God? A lot of people, we think we are in the place of God to judge, you know, to criticize our leaders, to criticize and judge those who are uh, working with us or those who are close to us. We think that we, we, we are better and, and they are no good and we judge them. Joseph did not allow his emotion to control him because he could have taken revenge against the brothers. But Joseph, you know, he was able to, to let God be God. And he see God in those situations. He just trusted God in those situations. Even though he doesn't understand. Even though he lived many years in frustration, in prison, not knowing about his future. But yet, Joseph continued to hold on to God and recognize that God is in the all things. Even though at this present time, he cannot see. So now that things are coming to a conclusion, Joseph is able to say that you intended for my evil, but God intended it for good. Not for my good, for good. For good of everybody. 
And the people who can see God are able to see God working out the good. All things work together for good of those who love God. He didn't say all things work together for my good. Eventually, it will work out for my good, but it may not be working out good for me in this situation. But it is for good. So Joseph was able to see that, hey, this suffering that he has gone through, well, he has to pay a heavy price for it. But it's working out for good of everybody. So now it saves so many people, saves the family because of the famine that was going through. So God will always work out for good. Not necessarily for your good in those moments that you're going through the suffering, but it will always be for good and eventually for your good. So that's why we need to see life as a whole. We need to see everything as a whole. That God is in the all thing so that we may know Him. Those who know their God will do exploit. Joseph become the chief minister, the prime minister of Egypt, finance minister of Egypt. You know, those who know their God will do exploit. A slave boy become the ruler of a nation, right? Those who know their God will do exploit. So I trust that listening to this message, when we go through life, we don't see that, we don't isolate incidences, but we are able to connect the dots and see the whole picture and see God working in those situations and, and it will work out for our good eventually, right? Uh, to, to fulfill His plan and purpose in our life. We're going to pray right now uh, to look to God. Father, we look to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for reminding us that you are in control of every situation and circumstances. And we know that when we go through unpleasant experiences, and sometimes we don't even think that you are there, but we know that in all things you are working. And, and, and we pray that when we go through that kind of experiences, we will allow you to shape us. We allow you to work in our lives so that we will continue to walk in obedience even though we don't understand, even though we are crying, we are going through pain. But we will continue to obey you. We'll continue to learn and cultivate the best attitude in our lives. We will do our best. We will produce results and be a blessing to those who are around us, to our leaders, to our master, and not become a burden to them. Father, we pray that we, we thank you that you are working in our life. Lord, we, we acknowledge that you are Lord. You are God. Let your will be done in us, O oh God. Let your purpose be fulfilled in our life. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.